When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum Internet has enough speed to handle all your needs. So you can work, game, and stream with speeds up to a gig. Plus, Spectrum's advanced Wi-Fi provides enhanced security for all your connected devices. Get Spectrum Internet with fast and reliable speeds, starting at just $29.99 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Visit spectrum.com slash internet for you for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Restrictions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. So driving to the game, we're on the bus, and I never forget Kevin Donnelly. He goes, it's amazing. They keep on telling us we're number one, but they're using their middle finger. You may have me down, but screw you. I'm still biting your freaking kneecap. <laughs> Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Hey, Jake. Well, buddy, championship football weekend. Panthers obviously are not in it, but we got stuff to talk about in the Panthers at 800 South Main Street with our new GM press conference tomorrow. And we got NFC championship, AFC championship games to talk about. Where do we begin? Well, Jordan, I mean, I think we got to hit someone on the, the new GM. I mean, this is a, um, when you think about it, I know Dave Gettleman was there for a few years, but uh, I mean, Marty was with the Panthers from what, like 98 or 99, you know? So it was a- Correct. A long run uh, with uh, with Marty and, and 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 all those guys, and so now you're starting fresh with somebody that's uh, just a little bit older than me, who's coming from. In essence, I know he. I think Scott Fitterer worked for the Giants, but the majority of his career was spent in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle, and and certainly that culture. Um, They've done a great job there uh, the last couple of decades. Uh, one Super Bowl win, a few Super Bowl appearances. And um, so now he's going to move the family uh, to the East Coast. And uh, young head coach going into year two. And uh, now we've got a, a young general manager going into year one. So hopefully it's the sign of good things to come. I watched Fitterers sit down with Kristen Balboni on Panthers.com. It's a good short video, short interview for everybody that – plus also, let me just say this. How great is Bank of America Stadium looking these days? So they I, took that like in the suite level and they're the backdrop and the giant screen and all the upgrades. Anyways, that's just, I'm so excited to get in that stadium, see the field level suites. It's like, I'm just so proud of what that building has become. I, I felt, it's funny. I watched it last night. I was driving back. I, I was a passenger, uh, but I was watching. Good. Safety you know, first, Jeff, Jake. Yeah, Absolutely. I was watching Mr. Tepper had a little <laughs> sit down with uh, a Zoom call with Kristen and 
Then I watched Fitterers and Jordan. It's funny. I thought the same thing. I was like, gosh, look how beautiful it looks and just how new yeah. and the field level suites haven't been able to see him in, in full capacity to where, you know, we're, I, I can just envision us scoring a touchdown and the people in the field level suites. I mean, how, how awesome is that? And how great is that, that um, Mr. Tepper has the resources to, you know, keep up with the times and make it certainly a, um, a great experience for, for fans if they're able to uh, go to a game. Yeah, so it so at, that came from me watching the Kristen sit down with with Fitterer and and talk about his you know the last few days. My favorite thing, Jake, I can tell you right now, and and there's quotes from Dan Morgan and other media writers and people that know him that can back this up. But Scott Fitterer proved to me that he is not an egotistical person when he said quarantine hasn't been too friendly to him and he didn't fit into his suit. So he had to buy a new suit when he landed in Charlotte. He's like, I had to go to Nordstrom and get a new suit because quarantine hasn't been too friendly to me. I yeah, love that, uh, Jake, that, I, and that, that fits in so well with the owner, man. Because I haven't heard the owner say that he's grown out of his suit size, but there's zero ego and like persona and elitistness to what he does as far as I've seen. I loved it, man. I thought it was great. And uh, it was just, he said, hey, <laughs> I didn't fit. And, and look, they hooked me up. And he said, listen, you learn how to adjust being a scout on the road you know and I, I had to i had to make make an adjustment and make a plan so that was uh that, was, that great. was great he doesn't take himself too seriously now one thing i will say he's got a lot to live up to because marty herney was the most stylish gm i think i've ever seen in my oh, life yeah. i mean the clothes that he GQ. wore gq to the max no one else no no one else uh wore the type of clothes marty wore he was so on the cutting edge you know he he was so bad. We're obviously saying this in jest, okay, for everybody that doesn't know. <laughs> Marty, we used to cut Marty. This is how backwards your thinking is when you're a young player, right? So you got your boss, essentially. You know, you got a lot of bosses when you're on the football team. Your position coach, your coordinator, your head coach, the GM, the owner, they're all your boss. Well, Marty Herney would come out there as our boss, and he would dress like a person who might be trying to sell you a gently owned uh, automobile. Or gently used automobile, right? So we walk up with just like these bad sport coat and cheap slacks. And Marty, and we got this dialogue going where he'd walk up to me. I'd be like, Marty, what, you got any hot specials on the lot? <laughs> he'd say, go, Jordan, come on, no, come on. You don't got to do that. I was like, I'm looking for a 98 Monte Carlo SS. You got any leads? <laughs> <laughs> but Fitterer seems to be the same kind of guy. And now that doesn't, obviously, we haven't won a Super Bowl in this organization yet. So the, being able to get called a used car salesman by your players does not equal Super Bowl success. So we, we definitely want the Super Bowl success to be the number one goal. One A to that, one, one B, whatever it would be, to that would be personality. And it seems like we've hit a home run, Jake. It's, it certainly seems that way. Now, the question is this. We don't know the new suit that he wore into the interview, but will it be the that same suit for the press conference? Oh, 100%. That, there's no way. What, I can yeah. tell you right now, there's no way that this guy either, number one, okay, when you've traveled in the minor leagues, you are fully used to wearing minor league baseball. When you've been a player traveling on the buses, you're used to wearing dirty clothes over and over and over again. Because you just don't have time or the care to go change. So it's already set there. 
Plus, he's a lifer NFL guy, Jake. And you know as well as I do, these guys barely ever, except for the head coach, they barely ever have to be in front of a camera dressed up, right? So his suit, he's worn it one time. That thing's probably not getting washed or he's not getting a second suit until he's on like his 12th or 13th appearance in that same blazer. I agree. You know, and uh, <laughs> you would assume he might. You never know. I'm anxious to see the tie. The, 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 it's got to be a. It's got to be a blue tie. I mean, it's got to be some form of the the Carolina blue color. You would think, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that'd be the, that's the easy home. Like if he came in with a Seahawks 12th man tie, that'd be a little off color. I think he should not. <laughs> that was just, the, the press conference of the week though was Dan Campbell at the Lions. Oh my god! Did gosh. you see or read? But he said, "We've this city has been kicked around, or this organization been kicked on, spit on. But we're going to reflect the image of this city. We're going to, you know, we're going to rise up from whatever. And you got to be sick of this, sh. You know what? And well, I just thought that I, was an awesome press conference. I thought it was. And listen, he basically said, uh, he said it twice. We're going to bite him in the kneecap, and then we're going to bite the other right. kneecap." I've never heard somebody uh, use that phrase of biting a kneecap, but you know what? I kind of like it. I like it a lot. What I've heard you on somebody's though. ankle. Yeah, know? but Jake, oh, think it's... of the amazing visual. If you're going to bite a kneecap, are you in a position of prominence and, and victory? And like, are you in charge of the situation if you're biting kneecaps? Uh, I would, no. I would the answer is no. You're down your on way. the ground. Right. Things are not going. If you're biting kneecaps, you're saying you may have me down, but screw you. I'm still biting your freaking kneecap. <laughs> and I love the it. visual on a kneecap bite just hammers home the mentality right now. Now, I'd probably not to actually bite a kneecap during a football game. You'd have to step one, be on the ground. Step two, remove helmet. Step three, take out mouthpiece. Step four, Pull up the knee pad covering kneecap. Step five, bite kneecap. I mean, you're for, you're for sure going to get flagged, aren't you, Jake? Yeah, you you would think so. But uh, <laughs> to use that phrase, I mean, listen, it was just uh, – and, and you know it's funny? It's almost a year to the date. Uh, I think Dan Campbell and I are right around the same age. He, I think he's a Texas A&M guy, and he came out about the same time as I did. And um, – I met him last year at a volleyball tournament, almost a year to the date in New Orleans. And he's fairly recognizable because he's not a small guy. And we kind of, we, we talked for a good bit and he just, even just speaking with him at this volleyball tournament, I mean, it's packed with people and, and, um, and things like that. But just in speaking to him, um, he had, he just had a little juice with him. He had a little juice. And I, I certainly enjoyed that. And, uh, and certainly, um, I, re- I remember when he took over for, I believe it was Coach Feldman when he got let go with the Dolphins. Um, Dan was known for these fiery speeches, and you saw how the guys reacted to him. So it'll be interesting to see uh, so many new coaches and um, new GMs. And um, that's what the NFL is all about. And uh, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see. And certainly the Urban Meyer. I know we hit on that last uh, last week, but uh, – that's going to be one that I'm, I'm I'm definitely going to be watching. And how the Deshaun Foster, uh, Deshaun Foster, Deshaun uh, Watson um, <laughs> issue is going to be rectified in Houston. That's that's one that man, it's um, it looks pretty sticky to say the least. Yeah, this is a funny time of year, Jake, in the NFL season because it's the off season for most everybody, but it's the most important part of the season for four teams, right? So you got it's there's so much to pay attention to. 
There's who's going to be the quarterback of the Texans next year and which quarterback will win this week to go to the Super Bowl. It's, it's like a it's like a it's pretty much Christmas because it's such a prime time of the year. It's the best time of the year for football, but it's the worst time because in just a couple of days, it's all over with. So I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward. I'd like to talk about Fitterer a little bit more. We kind of got off on a tangent as we pretty much always do. But Fitterer comes into this building, Jake. No ties, right? And what I liked hearing when uh, David Tepper spoke to Kristen this week is he said they every interview, they had a lot of stuff they liked about every candidate, but they kept figuring out what they were missing in those candidates. And that's really what led them to Fitterer. Uh, Tepper called it an exhaustive re, uh, search process. And it had to have been to interview that many people and keep not just settling on someone, but Fitterer fit all the, checked all his boxes. So Fitterer comes in, Jake. He knows no one. He didn't know the head coach, the owner. He doesn't know Steve Drummond. He doesn't know front office people. He doesn't know Don Toner in the equipment room. He doesn't know the training staff, the weight. I mean, he's got to meet everybody. What a task for him, Jake. What do you think these first few days? And his wife and kids, they got to like, are they moving out now? Are they finishing the school year? In Seattle, it's COVID, so everything's weird anyways, Jake. This guy's got his hands full. He definitely does. And uh, But, you know, when you work hard all your life and you just kind of started the, at the bottom, and it certainly sounded like he started pretty darn low and uh, just kind of worked his way up. And everything you, you hear and read about him is that he's very good communicator and he keeps a very even keel. And, um, you know, I think that's something that will work well. You know, Mr. Tepper, I've gotten to know Dave and, Really enjoy being around Dave. And listen, Dave gets fired up, you know, and he has that emotional side to him, and you can kind of see that. And then Coach Rule, unfortunately, not being able to be around him in person at all, but watching him coaching on the field to practice some of the clips that I would see early on, watching him on the sideline and listening to him talk to players, he's got that fiery side. So uh, it certainly seems like it's a it's a great mesh of the two, of a, of a more of a calm demeanor and hey let's let's talk it out you know we can have disagreements it's okay but we're going to talk it out and make uh, the best decision for the organization going forward so hopefully that's the uh, the right mix and uh the mix uh, that leads us to a championship we said last year when uh, matt rule was hired after ron was let go that now it feels like david tepper's team right this year 2020 was will be the first year that feels like this is what Dave Tepper wants the organization to look like. Now that Marty Herney's been let go and they brought in Fitterer, even more so, Jake, you can tell that it's finally the pieces are coming together and what David Tepper really wants to be. He's got his hand on everything now, all levels down. So exciting to see what the, the future holds, especially with an offseason that's going to be a lot more normal than last year's was, starting with the Senior Bowl coming up here shortly that the Panthers will be coaching. But um, we got NFC and AFC championship games. Okay, last week you picked – Green Bay to face New Orleans and Buffalo to face Kansas City. You're 75%, Jake. So not bad. And I know yeah, I agreed with you on the Tampa Bay-New Orleans game, but Tampa Bay is going to be there. You looking forward to these matchups? And then I want to spend a few minutes going down memory lane about our championship experiences together. But talk about these matchups this weekend, Jake. Yeah, Jordan, uh, definitely, you know, it's kind of like old school versus new school. You have Aaron Rodgers, one of the most – um, in my opinion, underrated athletic quarterbacks that's twinkle to toes in the pocket uh, with a rocket arm that's un – it's uncanny how accurate he is with the football and how cerebral he is against, you know, um, I'm going to use a word nobody's ever heard. I'm going to call him the GOAT. I don't know if you've never heard of that. 
It's in regards to Tom Brady. Go. That stands for great, greatest of all, greatest of all time. Mark that down. Got That's it. something that you know. It's a, uh, it's groundbreaking. So, um, <laughs> yeah, watching, watching those two, it looks like the weather's going to be okay. About 25, 28 degrees, uh, kind of a wind about, you know, eight to 10 miles an hour. So really, and truly not, not bad. And that's, you know, you want to talk about Tampa traveling up North, but listen, you have number 12 pulling the trigger for you, Tom Brady, it's new England. And so the, their belief in him is they're not going to worry about the weather. So, Two teams that are really playing good football, obviously. I do think Green Bay wins this football game, Jordan. I uh, I just think Green Bay is the um, – they just – it just – it looks and feels right to me. Uh, for whatever that may be, it just – this whole season and especially late, it looks and feels right to me. I think Green Bay wins. And then the new school with the Josh Allen and the Patrick Mahomes. Um, this game, gosh, you would assume – Mahomes is going to be cleared. He practiced the last couple of days with the concussion protocol. Um, deep down inside, if I had to pull for somebody, I'm pulling for Buffalo because of the whole Carolina connections and things of that nature. Uh, but it, this is a toss up to me. And I, I, I'm kind of thinking I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Kansas City does pull this out. You know, uh, I think it's a tight game, but I think Kansas City pulls it out and we'll have a uh, Green Bay, Kansas City Super Bowl matchup. That's my thoughts. It, what about yours? Yeah. Well, Mahomes. OK, so what's your inside scoop telling you on Mahomes? Because that's really the deciding factor for me in that game. Right. And then I'll be so annoyed if Tampa Bay goes to the Super Bowl more than anything. Yeah. Tom's the goat and all that stuff. But I'll just I'll be so annoyed. Plus, did you know that this is Aaron Rodgers first time hosting the NFC Championship? This will be his fifth that. time yeah it's his fifth time playing so and lambo's got a few fans there so green bay for me i'm rooting for him and i and i sensibly think that they will win but the i'd love to see buffalo win for reasons that are obvious with our connections to a lot of people there but it's gonna be tough with the chiefs yeah mahomes is a um they just spread you out they can do so many good things and uh you know buffalo had uh, uh moss the running back from uh utah if i'm correct right Jordan? Oh, yeah. yeah yeah he's not there He's not there, and so it's not like they have the power run game. But they did so well adjusting last week. Uh, Baltimore really didn't blitz them whatsoever, and they just spread you out. And Josh just kind of in that 30-mile-an-hour win, he was just taking completions, and uh, they pulled it out. So exciting time. Uh, truly believe three out of these four teams I thought were going to be in the championship game before the playoffs started. The fourth team I thought was going to be the Saints. Uh, but these teams have played really good football all year. So uh, looking forward to watching. There you go. All right. So let's talk about, um, I don't know if we'll have time to talk about both the NFC Championship games you and I played in together, but let's start with the one we won because that's a lot more fun. Back in 2004, at the playoffs of the 2003 season, we went to play Philadelphia at the Link, Lincoln Financial Field. Okay, I'm going to give you some random quizzes here just to see if you know because I had no idea. What day, I know it was a Sunday, but what day, calendar day, was that game? Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, I can tell you. Uh, January the 25th. 18th. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold January on. January 18th. Ja January 10th. January 10th was my birthday. We beat St. Louis on a Saturday. We played the Sunday, 18th. Right. Yeah, I screwed up. I was thinking yeah, it was a two-week. You did. Week, uh, okay, yeah. I thought you might know it because of your birthday. Yeah, well, if Anyways. you would have given me time, Jordan, I was. No, I was you, well, you gave my... a guess. You said it. And well, so I, was, I was like, nah, wrong. Okay, whatever. Okay. Go ahead. 
kickoff time? It was it was either six or seven oh five, somewhere around there, because we got yeah, home at six, two o'clock in the morning. Six fifty. All right. Six fifty. Okay. I'll give you that for seven oh five. What was the Eagles' record that year? Ooh. Let's see. They were thirteen. Going into and three. that game. Yeah, thirteen and four. Oh gosh. Nicely done. Yeah. Okay. All right. And what were we? Well, okay, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We were thirteen and five. Fourteen and four going into that game. Because we ended up fourteen and five at the oh, end of the year. Oh, we're eleven so, and five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And well, hold, on, hold, on, f- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jordan. We were yeah. eleven and five that season. So fourteen and, then, and six. Yeah. We okay. So we were fourteen and five going into that game. No, we were thirteen right? and we were thirteen and yes. Five we, no, we were thirteen game. and five. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I was right. Okay. You're right. Yep. Okay. This what I'm looking at is wrong. Okay. Lastly, what was the score of that game? The final score. I have no mm. idea. <laughs> Wow. 17-10? Four, this says, all right, 14, this website, 3? 14-3. I'm going to I'm going to double check. Three. I think you're ESPN. right. No, I think I think that yeah, 14-3. Yeah, that's right. 14-3. Deshaun Foster scored on the miraculous run, and yep. Musin Muhammad caught a touchdown pass on 147 max base. Most telling statistic from that game, Carolina turnover zero. Philly? Three. Ricky Manning Jr. with three interceptions. Four, it says. Gosh. Four turnovers. So Ricky Manning had three it. of the picks. All right. Yeah, they were all picks thrown is what it was. I remember going into that game thinking I was 0% nervous that we were not going to win that game. Because the week prior, I was quite nervous that we were not going to beat the Rams, but we did so in a double overtime manner, and it's one you know for the ages. But this game, I felt so confident about, and I know you've got a lot of great stories because you can remember all that, and I can't. But I just my most vivid memory, Jake, was before the game, pulling in on our bus, getting nailed with snowballs by the fans, and I saw an old granny flip me off with double Jordan. middle fingers. <laughs> An old lady. And I just thought, these people mean business. Well, okay, I can agree with you, but I'm going to start with December of that of the 03 season. We played Philly at home in Carolina, and we lost to them. And we needed them to punt us back the ball to give us a chance to try to tie the game or win the game. And they ran – um, they ran a pass play, uh, I think, I, and Donovan, I believe, threw it to Chad Lewis, the tight end, um, on a third and short or fourth and short to seal the game. And we did not play our best that game. I know I struggled. I had food poisoning the night before, middle of the night, and spent the whole morning, you know, not feeling well, what to say the least. And it was a three o'clock, four o'clock game. So spent most of the morning getting IVs and things like that. So excited to play them again. So uh, we had to fly up on a Friday night. Myself, Coach Fox, Charlie Dayton, uh, Robin Fox, Mike Minter, Musin Muhammad, and I can't remember. I think it might have been Mike Rucker. We uh, had to go up for a press conference for the NFC Championship game. So we flew up that night, and I remember landing in Philly, and it was cold and gray and snow. And, you know, we're all just – you can just feel it. And Foxy said it best in the plane when we, when we were walking off. He was like, this is us. This is a gritty town, and we're a gritty, we're a gritty damn football team. And so it just was kind of like setting the tone. And then that Friday night, um, go to dinner uh, and whatnot uh, with Mike Minner and, and, and Moose and Rucker, just us. And the next day, we were waiting on the team to come in because y'all had walkthroughs Saturday. And we went to get a cheesecake. 
uh, a, che- a cheese steak at uh, <laughs> Pat's, yeah. yeah, Pat's or Gino's, one of them. And, you know, Minner wasn't the biggest guy, and Ruck could kind of hide, hide, hide around, and I had a hat on, you know, and bundled up. And the guy serving the food kind of recognizes, and he just kind of nodded, and he knew. So I was questioning, man, should I eat this food? You know, what if they put something in this food? So that's going through my mind. The whole team gets there. We have meetings that night. And uh, that's when we had the talk about clipping the eagle's wings. Um, and it was just, we were so ready. So our phones are like shut off during the night. Well, 2.30 in the morning, my phone's ringing in the hotel, sleeping, answer the phone. And it's somebody, the eagle's going to kill you tomorrow. I mean, just, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so Philadelphia. So driving to the game, we're on the bus, and I never forget Kevin Donnelly. He goes, it's amazing. They keep on telling us we're number one, but they're using their middle finger. It's amazing how many people are doing that to us. And it was just so Kevin Donnelly. So that's what I remember, and it uh, wasn't overly cold, about 28 degrees, really no wind. Um, and, and certainly when Donovan McNabb went down, uh, early in that game with the broken ribs, it was like the air went out that stadium and we had already had the lead and we just were going to play keep away. And, and that was it. And that was, uh, that was, that was the win and no better football. Well, the better football feeling would be winning the Super Bowl, But second to that is winning the championship game and knowing that you're going to the Super Bowl and all the fun and excitement that's there to follow. So, uh, we're out of time, but looking forward to these games this weekend, man, my, uh, oldest son turns 15 this weekend as well. So a lot of exciting things for us to, to do. Um, Jake, Enjoy watching these games. You got Green Bay and Kansas City. Those are your picks. Is that right? Yes, sir. Those are my picks. Okay. All right. You're on a pretty good streak here, so we'll keep it going. Uh, Jake, that's it, man. Uh, you got to remind me, you, you usually do, to plug our sponsor. You have not done that yet, so go give me a plug. Well, Jordan, I was waiting for the end for you to plug Ortho Carolina. Because we're powered by Ortho Carolina, Jake. The Jordan and Jake podcast is powered by our sponsor, Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. All right, Jake, see you. Take care. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.